podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome along to AFTV Transfer Daily, the show that keeps you up to date with players that have been linked with the summer transfer move to Arsenal. We are here in Washington, D.C., the United States of America. Landed yesterday, we've had very little sleep. I'll tell you what, man. Woke up to do Transfer Daily at 2 o'clock um, US time, so it's 2 in the morning. Bear in mind, we didn't get until about 12 last night because we went to uh, event, an event that the DC Gooners were keeping. Um, I think it was at the Luz um, bar. Uh, brilliant. Really loads, of, loads of Gooners last night. Really, really happy. Really, really enthusiastic about the new season coming up and all the new signings. Um, but yeah, two hours sleep, man. And I was like, nah, nah, <laughs> can't do this. I've got to get back, have a couple more hours sleep. Uh, but still up early. So what was it in, in US times? About half five in the morning, right? And we are here to get stuck into today's transfers. Interestingly, um, Mikel Arteta was speaking in a press conference over here yesterday. He was talking about Declan Rice, um, how he's his lighthouse. He's talking about, you know, um, the fact that he's got the new signings in and he's got them in early and he can give them a pre-season. Very, very important. Something we've spoken about a lot of times on the show. And he also um, was asked about, will there be any more? business for Arsenal when you consider we've spent um, 208 million pounds already and um, these are his quotes he said let's see there's a lot of time still in the market and a lot of expectation in some of our um, players Um, and he then went on to say so we will have to wait and see how things develop in the next couple of weeks we will be on the alert there is still time to do things there is still time for exits as well obviously I'm sure things will be done. So, Mikel Arteta, they're certainly indicating that, number one, he's looking to bring in more signings, and number two, there will be some players um, leaving. So, that pretty pretty much summing up um, what a lot of us think is going to happen as well, that, you know, there are more, to, more things to come before the 1st of September when the transfer window closes. Now, one of the players that was being spoken about a lot, when I was in that bar last night with um, the DC Gooners, a lot of them were talking about Balogun. Of course, Balogun now is quite a big star over here. You know what I mean? He's an American international. You know, um, he's their chief striker for the team. And they're really looking forward and saying that this guy could be an important player for the USA going into the World Cup. Um, in 2026, which of course is going to be held right here in the States, also Canada and Mexico. But Balogun, I think literally everyone I spoke to seems to think that he is going to leave. Now, I spoke about it yesterday and said Inter Milan are very, very interested in signing him. And there's a lot of reports that they're preparing a bid to bring Balogun um, to the San Siro. Um, No bid has been made yet, but the expectation is that they are going to make a bid for him. But we've been told today that Brighton have also entered the fray and are interested in signing Balogun as well. Now, obviously, um, you know, what a lot of you, including me, are going to think to yourself is, hold on, if Brighton are interested, let's get a deal going for a little swap deal. You know what I mean, right? Balogun goes to Brighton, right? And Caicedo comes the other way, right? And it was interesting today that I've seen that a bid for... Caicedo by Chelsea 
um, of around about £70 million is going to be rejected by Brighton. Um, that will be the second bid rejected by Brighton. They rejected a £60 million bid from um, Chelsea, now a £70 million. They're holding out for around about 80 plus. But if, say, Arsenal say had a Balogun that they could get involved in this, and of course, this would all, you know, it's a speculative because it means that Balogun's going to have to want to go to Brighton. And I'm sure if it boiled down to it, he'd rather go to Inter Milan where you're going to be playing Champions League football. But if they could get a deal like that going, you know, Balogun goes one way, you know, you offset about 50 million and then you pay about 30 million for Caicedo. Who knows? Who knows? But um, you never know. Um, but the one thing seems for sure, I don't think Balogun is going to be an Arsenal player come the 1st of September. And it's going to be really interesting to see where he ends up. But Arsenal will take that money in. Um, they spent a lot of money already and maybe use it towards buying other players or offset some of the money that they've already spent. The defensive midfielder position, as we know, seems to be an issue. The rumours are still out there about Thomas Partey, um, going, uh, there's been links with him to Italy, links with him to Saudi Arabia, even yesterday rumours that a Saudi club, um, I think it was El Itihad, had already bid for him. Um, now, nothing concrete on it, Mikel Arteta didn't really speak about it, but if he does go, Arsenal definitely have to bring somebody in. We know Romeo Lavia has been one of those sort of players that have been spoken about a lot. Got again speaking to a lot of the guys in the bar yesterday, they were saying that they, you know, quite a few of them saying that they feel he's just too young and inexperienced to come in and take over from Thomas Partey, being the fact he's only 18 years old. But um, a number of publications today going with the story that Arsenal are going to ready a bid for Lavia. They know that Liverpool are, are hot in for him, they know that Chelsea could go for him as an alternative to Caicedo, especially now that another bid has been um, rejected. So again, it's going to be, it's a fluid one, this one, where we're really going to have to keep our eyes on it. But what about alternatives? And there's two players that are currently available that Arsenal could actually go for. Um, the first one is Sofian Amrabat of Fiorentina. Now, I don't know if you guys remember him from the World Cup. He was, he was excellent in the World Cup. I remember watching him you're playing for Morocco, one of the stars of that Moroccan team. And remember, they went all the way to the semi-final, nearly made history by getting to the final. He was exceptional for them. He's been really, really good for his team, Fiorentina. I've been really surprised that more teams have not come in for him. He's still only 26. He's a real powerhouse in that defensive midfield position and available for around about £30 million. Now, the favourites at the moment to sign him are Manchester United and although they've made no bids yet, they've not really gone in yet, there's been a lot of talk that United could go in for Amrabat if they move on players like McTominay and Fred etc. But should Arsenal be trying to get in there and pounce and try and get something done to bring Amrabat in to replace Partey if he goes? And it'd be a much cheaper alternative to Caicedo, and having watched Amrabat play, he's a really good player. I mean, you know, if United do get him, that's going to be a very good signing for them. So, what I'd really like to hear from you guys in the comments, what do you think? Amrabat, should Arsenal be making a move for him? And here's another one, Joshua Kimmich. Now, we were previously linked with a move for Kimmich by um, Marca, um, the Spanish publication. They linked us with a move for him about a month ago. Then it's all gone quiet. Nothing's really 
um, come of that. It was said that Bayern are not willing to sell um, Joshua Kimmich um, this summer. However, the German publication Kicker claim that he, you know, they would be willing to sell Joshua Kimmich. They would listen to offers for Kimmich. Now, he's valued at around about £75 million. Still only 28. He seems to have been playing for, for like, ages. I mean, he started playing for me. He's very young. He's, he's versatile. He can play as a defensive midfielder, but we know he can play literally right across that defensive area and even anywhere in midfield. And the sort of player that Arteta admires in the fact that he's so versatile, but could be available. Bayern at the moment look like, you know, Goretzka's available. They're saying, that, you know, Kicker saying Kimmich available as well. So again, should this be a player that also looking to make a, um, a move on? It would be very expensive, of course. He's a top international, German international, top, top player, a winner, a leader. Your thoughts on this one? Your thoughts on it? But that's two players that are available right now in that defensive midfield um, position that Arsenal could really move for. Um, on defensive midfield, um, Albert Sambi Lekonga, again, being linked with a move away. I spoke about the rumours linking him with a move to Burnley. The rumours, you know, the rumours have always been saying, have spoken about a loan move to Burnley. But today, a lot of the rumours are saying that it could be a permanent move to Burnley to uh, link up um, with the manager there. I mean, I think, listen, uh, if it is a permanent move, I'm sure Arsenal would be willing to do it. I don't see a future at the moment for Sambi Lekonga. He's not on the tour. All right, he had a slight injury, but he's not come on the tour. And it seems to me like Arsenal would like to move him on. And I'm not too sure if they want to send him on another loan. I think they would be willing to cash in on him. Um, so let's see how that one develops. And Nicolas Pepe, um, of course, again, not on the tour at all. Definitely looks like um, he's going to be sold or Arsenal um, would like him to move on this summer. 28 now, last year of his contract. CBS Sports are claiming that Pepe received an offer last week from a Saudi Arabian Pro League club. Um, but they're saying that his wage demands are a problem at the moment. He's said to earn around about £140,000 a week. Shouldn't be a problem to the Saudis. Come on, man, that's a pocket change. But that seems to be a little bit of an issue at the moment. But... Again, Arsenal would be more than happy for him to go to a club in Saudi Arabia um, on those sort of wages. They'd be probably one of the only teams that would be, only, be able to support that right now. Um, not, no club in Europe is going to take on 140k a week wages. And as I said, one year left on his contract. Arsenal won't get a big fee for him. It would be a very small amount, but they would get those big wages off their books. And that is why they've been able to spend big excuse me, this summer is because they've got rid of a lot of wages. So um, let's see how that one works out. So those are the rumours today from here in Washington, the USA. Um, yeah, it's going to be a busy day today. We're going to get out and about and meet the fans. We're going to the skill challenge later on. Um, I'm trying to get hold of one of the new Arsenal um, away shirts because that has been released today over in the UK. So we're going to try and see if we can find one over here today in the States and do on a review on that shirt. So look out for that. And also we're going to be doing some um, content from down at the White House and um, the Lincoln Memorial and all those sort of really cool places here in Washington, D.C. So look out for that. So listen, thanks for watching the show today. We are back tomorrow. I'm here every day whilst I'm here um, 
in the USA. Forget about sleep deprivation. Listen, I've got to own it, yeah? Because these fans, they do this every week. When we're playing games at 12.30, they have to get up like five in the morning and drive to a place to go and watch a game at like 7 a.m. in the, you know, or 7.30 a.m. in the morning. So they do it. I have to do it as well. Respect to them. Thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow. Podcast Network.